In January 2019, Michael Gary of College Station, Texas, turned on a camera and hasn't turned it off since. He began the Michael Gary Livestream Project, a one-year continuous livestream of every moment and every aspect of his life. Everything from hanging out with friends to sleeping to going out on the town is streamed and archived for anyone to watch. Until recently, the only things hidden were the bathroom and sex, but now, for the final quarter of the project, this too is all visible on a second stream. For this podcast, we will strive to understand the origins of this project, its evolution as the year went on, and the psychological and sociological effects it may or may not be having on Michael's friends, family, fans, and Michael himself. This is Once Upon a Time in College Station. Hi, I'm Brian. I'm Simon. And today we have an interview with a fan, a moderator. Uh, Burn Adventure is his uh, username on the YouTube chat. If you're familiar with the stream, you've definitely seen his name pop yep. up a couple times. And he's from the Philippines. He's from the Philippines. Very cool. So we talked to a few people, Ethan, Mrs. Gary, people that are close to Michael uh, to try to get some insight onto why he's doing the project and, and how it's affecting him. Yeah, yeah. But we wanted to talk to somebody who has never met Michael in real life and has had pretty minimal contact with him. Didn't know him until this project started, obviously. And on top of that, is not even an American. So he's coming at this from a completely fresh perspective. We got all these angles. It's great. Right. And we think that'll be more representative of uh, Michael's total fan base. Sure, totally. Talking to somebody like him. Um, Now, the interview was long and kind of emotional, so there's not going to be as much of our like post- interview analysis at the end yeah we kind of talk it through as we're talking to him a little bit almost yeah we'll have a little bit at the end but not a bunch yeah so for the most part this is just going to be us talking with burn he was super kind with his time yeah he he was great commuted to you know a, a pretty long way to speak with us and he was super authentic and open yeah um totally. about everything and really gave a lot of himself without uh, a whole lot of prompting yeah, it was very, uh, it was very cool and very brave, and um, yeah, I mean, what else is there to say? Let's just let's just play it. Enjoy the interview. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, like where are you from? Oh yeah, so I'm I'm Bern. I'm from the Philippines. And I'm 29 years old, so I'm pretty old. <laughs> I'm 29 too, so don't worry. I'm 27. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> we're good. Cool. What, what do you do for work? I work in an American company. We support like employees with their payroll and like HR concerns, benefits. Gotcha. So do you end up doing a lot of your watching of the stream at work? Actually, I did uh, maybe like for a month. Like I had to like do some emails so instead of like listening to music i was listening to michael and uh his conversations with like ethan or his, his friends <laughs> right so it's funny. weird but yeah that makes me like keeps me uh, awake because i work like at night so right 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 so you just work for you said you work for an american company um how familiar are you with like american culture in general and has michael's stream like informed your view on it at all or anything like that yeah culture wise it's actually like a uh, shocking for me at sometimes <laughs> like for example like the hookup he had i've seen him like hook up with two different girls right so in for me it was like i've only seen them in movies or like series but i haven't seen it like in real life like for us here in the philippines if you're interested with one person we're like loyal to them even if we're not officially together right for me seeing like michael having hook up with two different girls it was a bit shocking <laughs> yeah that's definitely that's definitely like the american culture for sure oh yeah so have you been watching for a long time then actually i started around july and not everyone knows it but i came across his channel because of the forum the lspg right right, right. Okay. forum so I guess you guys have an idea, like what of contents they have. <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah. We're aware. That's cool. I feel like a lot of people come to it from that forum, and also like, and then it, it, I think Michael said this before that they, you know, the initial 
the the start of the interest is like a sexual thing, but then it slowly turns into like an actual genuine interest in the project. Yeah, I I'm one of them, and I'm a, I'm sure there's like other people in that forum who came from came to his channel because of the not safe for word content. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But when I joined him, or when I joined the channel, it was around July, and we can only see at that time the sleep streams. Right, right, right. So we don't have the robot stream at that right. time. Right, no, not no, not so not safe for work cam just yet at that point. That's yeah. right. So have you like kind of tried to explain this project to any like friends or family or anything, or have you kind of kept the interest in it uh, to yourself? Um, lately, I've been more open about it because I cannot like contain the the feeling of like being get invested in the project. Just like an hour ago, I shared it to my like really close friends because I had to like travel just to do this interview, guys, because my laptop was broken. So I had to like uh, go to my friend's house and oh, it's a that's pretty pre- tough commute. It was like three hours commute. Oh my, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I it's wish okay. We had no idea. It was really fun like to hear you. I'm so fangirling right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's so. That's, no that's really nice. That's so sweet. Um, do you think the attitude to a project like this, especially with the robot stream and that kind of thing, would be? Do you think it'd be received very differently in the in the Philippines? Uh, yes. That's why I'm a bit like hesitant to share it at first with my close close friends because they might judge me. They might question like why I'm interested with this stuff. Like they might see it like weird is there a big culture of people watching other kinds of streams like you know the more typical like twitch streams and that kind of thing, or like gamers and stuff like that in general yeah uh for the streams majority of the people i guess is more interested with like gaming yeah and like the typical blogging vlogging right travel or lifestyle vlogs right or like food michael's project is a bit different and what do you think drew you to michael's project um obviously you know we talked about the forum Mm -hmm. but what kind of uh kept you around yeah so like my first day uh on his channel i saw him like playing piano and it was really interesting because on my head like before joining his channel like on my head all i can see is like his boner i'm gay so yeah, that's sure. all in my head. Well, yeah, that's what. But the, yeah, I think a lot of his fans are. Don't. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Don't worry. And like learning more about him, like he's actually he can play piano. I forgot the song that he was playing, but it was, he was playing it beautifully. And um, he was also interactive with the chat at that time, so uh, it feels like you were also in the room and he was talking to you. And I don't usually watch videos over like 20 minutes, but his project's really interesting and. He, he made me watch for like hours. That's awesome. So things like that. Yeah. What's some other media that you like to consume regularly? Just so, I mean, we we, were, we wanted to talk mm-hmm. to a fan so we can get an idea of, you know, obviously who the who the fans are, but also what other kind of stuff are they into? Uh, how are people coming to the, the project, which you already answered for us. But so, yeah, like mm-hmm. what, what's some other media? Are you into sports or you know what I mean? Yes. I, I love travel blogs. Um, I had this vlogger, um, her name is uh, Lane Fable. She's also from New York. Uh, she traveled to the Philippines and her contents are like more of travel vlogs. And I've seen her actually twice when she visited the Philippines twice. So yeah, her contents, what I, uh, um, it's also like a family oriented because he sh- she showcased her family, like how they celebrate Thanksgiving how they celebrate uh, someone's birthday. So I've been following her for like a few uh, years already. I think two years already. So yeah, mostly travel vlogs. I'm like a really a YouTube fan for like travel vloggers, especially if they're in the Philippines, if they have like a meetup. I really go there. So and mm-hmm. I, I brought some presents. So yeah, that's how fanboy or fangirl. <laughs> right. So that's really I cool. I wish I want to see like Ethan or David in the future. I know they love to <laughs> um, travel. So do you do you have a specific fascination for American culture at all? I mean, like you only—that's only two examples of, of Michael being American mm-hmm. and now the travel blogger from New York. But is it? Do you specifically mm-hmm. tend to watch a lot of American content? Yeah, looking at 
all my subscriptions. Most of them like are American. So um, I think it's because it's closer or because we American culture is the next culture that is exposed to us here in the Philippines. So and we tend to like watch a lot of like American movies more compared to like local ones. So yeah. Do you think part of your appeal or the appeal, I'm sorry, of Michael's whole project is that it kind of is this weird, I know travel blog is like, it's one person going somewhere else, but this is in a weird way, like transporting you into Texas or wherever he is. It's a reverse travel blog. It's a rever- almost a reverse. Do you, do you think that has some sort of uh, influ- influence for why you might be as interested in this as you, as you are? That you get this like little slice, you get to watch this whole like slice of American life whenever you want. Yeah, I guess it's very uh, like John Steinbeck in that kind of way, you know. What that's what he writes about. Okay, whatever. Anyway, sorry. Answer Simon's question. <laughs> uh, sorry guys, one sec. John Steinbeck wrote a ton, all of his shit. I remember. I know who John Steinbeck. So is. then, why are you looking at me like that? I don't know, because that's a. Ref- I don't know if that's a reference that. It wasn't for him. Oh, okay. Like, oh, his headset. Back. Sorry about that, guys. No problem, man. No problem. Yeah, so it was like um, whenever like I had time, it was like when he travels. I like I think last week he went for a walk to I think to play piano, and it was like early in the morning, and it was my first time to see the Texas sunrise, and it was really beautiful. It was like a uh, purple, orange, and <laughs> yellow, and it was like. Yeah, it was really a lot of times. It was really like beautiful. Like if I wanted to like see something else, like apart from my surrounding, I can always like uh, turn on to his uh, channel and I can see uh, a different view, a different surrounding, as if I was there. So yeah, it's like traveling with 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 him, but he's in control in where we're going. Right, right. And it's funny. I feel like there's that's a very popular. If you, I mean, you're on YouTube, so you probably know this, but like there's a lot. There's like a whole section of videos that are like people walking through like name a city in the world and someone has a video like an hour-long video of them just walking through new york tokyo i watched the tokyo one once yeah and like it'll be like raining sometimes and it it, they're very calming and very very cool because like it it really they're very immersive you feel like you're there and you know i i find that a lot of times when michael travels and it's it's something i asked him when we talked to him the first time that a lot of the times he weirdly has like beautiful shots. <laughs> I don't think he even means to, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely get that vibe. Like when I was watching the Tokyo one, it, it's almost like you're watching kind of like Harry Potter where you're all of a sudden at Hogwarts at this magical place. And right. Like, it's just so different. Right. Well, it's something I've heard about and I've, I've seen culture from there and I've seen it referenced in play. And now like seeing it feels like this magical, like um, different thing. And yeah, it's, it's, like Texas is really different from where I am right now. It's really like chaotic. Um, the traffic was insane, and it's so refreshing to tune in into Michael, and you would see this less traffic and beautiful um, sunrise or sunset. So yeah, it's really relaxing to to watch, right. especially when he travels. Like I think he when he traveled to New Orleans, it was beautiful to seeing the the green <laughs> the greens there. Well, just wait till he gets to New York, and then it's only traffic, and you're not going to see any sunrise. <laughs> and we're excited to see both of you guys. So yeah, it should be fun. We're looking forward to it. Um, so do you still uh, go on the fo- the LPSG forums at all? Um, to be honest, I stopped checking the forum. Like I check in the to, to the forum like once a week, or maybe right. every after two weeks, because sometimes their comments are really harsh. Oh yeah. Like and sometimes they're a bit demanding. Like as if they're they're paying Michael to do to do stuff, right. and personally it it hurts. And sometimes they like have harsh comments with like the other people from the YouTube chat. So yeah, I, I tend to like maybe I, I stop checking the the forum. Yeah. Well, I mean that's what I was gonna ask you about is is basically the way that they treat each other there and the different attitude and the the general just uh, drama that's constantly seems to be stirring up. Exactly. And to be honest, I also saw, like see some changes with people from the forum. Not all of them are like drama queens or <laughs> some of them are like uh, supportive with uh, with Michael. Right. Um, 
when when I joined the the LSPG uh, thread or that forum before, all I can see was like his content, Michael's contents when he wake up. And uh, lately, if someone tries to like bash or give harsh comments with like maybe for example like lately for Ethan, uh, someone would like defend Ethan. So yeah, I, I like seeing those kind of like changes in that other platform in, in LSPG. Do you mean defending Ethan in terms of like the whole uh, GoFundMe thing that was going on? Right, right. Like I saw there was a, like a comment like uh, why Ethan is like making like a wish list, for example, why he's making a wish list while he's not even doing anything. And personally, uh, for me, it hurts because I'm supporting Ethan not because I want him to like do the same stuff that Michael does on the Robo stream and I feel like they are the people from LSPG are generalizing. They feel like they're like the main reason why Michael is successful is because of them. Maybe they feel like all of Michael's supporters or Ethan's supporters are purely because of the non-safe forward um, content, or they want to see their naked pictures or contents. Well, in fact, it's not true because me, myself, I'm supporting Ethan because I value friendship and that's why I want to reward him like in a small, maybe on my own way. Right. So right, right. seeing stuff like against Ethan kind of hurts. To play devil's advocate, just out of curiosity. So like Michael in doing the stream is, you know, spent his fear factor winnings. He's He was losing money for most of it until the Patreon. And he's still, you know, if anything, just breaking even. So, and he's not, if that, he's not able to have a job. You know, his sex life has obviously been en- encumbered by this. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's he's sacrificing a lot to do this. And then when he asks for something back, like in the form of the Patreon or maybe a donation, you know, it kind of feels like okay, he's sacrificed so much. So it maybe it'd be nice to give back to him. On the other exactly. hand it doesn't feel like Ethan has sacrificed the same amount. And I'm not saying I, I like Ethan and I'm, you know, I have no problem with him doing the, the wish list or anything. And I think that's cool. And if you want to donate to it, that's cool. But I could see somebody making the argument that Ethan is sacrificing very little, um, especially in terms of financially. And Ethan does have a job. So, you know, what, what would you say to that kind of criticism? I kind of agree with what you said. Like when you said it, it was really like nice, but seeing comments in LSPG is a bit different. Maybe the wording is a bit different. That's why on my end, it's a bit harsher, but I understand your point. Um, I'm not sure if I'm biased because I know Ethan and uh, like Michael and the other like people in the, in the stream. That's why it's hurtful to see harshful comments towards them. I wouldn't say you're biased in that sense. You're probably, I mean, it feels like more like you're actually involved in the whole project and, you know, you've gotten to know them and you know their personalities. And whereas these people maybe on the forums are only just saying these things because they are looking for the the sexual angle, you know, and maybe they're not even paying attention to the main project. Right, like it's possible they've never once actually opened the stream. Mm -hmm. They've only looked at screenshots or clips that other people have pulled. Right. To be fair, not all of the people from LSP, just like what I said earlier, you can see like changes with the people um, in that forum. Uh, like people tend to care more with Michael. Um, they're funny too sometimes. I remember like seeing this, uh, someone posted like trying to measure uh, Michael. Uh, I think Michael posted it on Instagram. Someone was trying to measure his size. There's like calculation and everything. It was really <laughs> funny. But yeah, yeah, um, I could say that there's like changes in in the forum, but we can still see like harshful comments right. with people from the YouTube chat. All right, so why don't we kind of pivot a little bit and talk about the fact that the stream is coming to an end. How do you think that January 1st will be for you, um, the rest of the fans, and then also on Michael? Um, a month ago, I feel like I'm totally attached and invested to Michael's channel already. But a month ago... I feel like I'll be devastated, but comparing Michael when I joined, he's less happier lately. So in a way, I feel like I'm ready for the stream to end because I feel like it's be, it will be more beneficial for Michael not to have the stream anymore. 
I feel like there's so much negativity and I think to keep it longer could ruin Michael. So right now on my mindset or on my head, I'm trying to condition myself that it'll be better. It will be better for Michael. For me, it, it feels like it's a celebration uh, now instead of like losing access to Michael's channel. I feel like it's better this way. So you said that Michael doesn't seem to be in, as happy as he was when you first started watching. What leads you to, I mean, you mentioned that there's been more negativity, but is there anything specific that leads you to believe that? Yeah, lately he's, uh, I'm just comparing, like, for example, you can see it on his uh, Q&A. Like when he started his Q&A, like around August or I guess September, you can see he's more happy with the chat, with the people. But lately, comparing those Q&A or those interaction, he's not happy. This is just me talking, like observing Michael's behavior. But yeah, that's what I could sense. He's he's more happier before compared to um, his state right now. So um, I guess it's it'll be better. Yeah, I mean, firstly, all all we're doing is speculating. None of us, you know, we we, mm-hmm. don't, we don't know any. We're all just making guesses based on what we're seeing. But do, do you think that it's possible that that might have to do with some of the novelty wearing off of you know in the beginning? It's look at all these people who want to interact with me. Look at how fun this is. I can't believe they're actually here. And then at some point that probably starts to turn into more of maybe a chore or just like, oh, it's Sunday again time. Like, you know, maybe one Sunday he wants to, you know, watch his new TV show or, you know, go to a party or something. And now it's like, no, I can't do that. I have to do this. Is it possible that it's just growing tiresome to keep to maintain uh, the project? Yeah, that could be one of the factor. But another thing that I'm considering is the fact that uh, more people are criticizing Michael. Um, I know he doesn't care like at the beginning, like whatever people thinks about him. But since more people are tuned in on his channel, people make comments also like in, in YouTube. I think there was like an instance where there was like an incident with, with Davey, wherein he asked for his chair. And a lot of people like commented that Michael was a bit rude on that scenario. So, uh, like, even, like, after a few days, there are still people, like, commenting, why is he rude? Like, uh, the, like I think it was two days after that incident, uh, Michael just woke up, and then um, Davey was on the kitchen, and then someone commented, why he didn't say uh, good morning to Davey, or why he didn't say uh, excuse me to Davey, and, that, like, things like that. And I know for a fact that Michael was, like, tired of those, like, comments, like, criticizing all of his actions so yeah i think that's one of the factor so obviously michael knew that there were going to be people interacting and some in this way when he started the project and he was prepared for it and he seemed to like you said in the beginning seemed to shrug a lot of it off what do you think is has changed that's making him do you think do you think it's the people that have gotten more critical or just that there's more of them being critical or is it something within Michael uh, where he's not able to deal with it uh, the same way? It's different when someone close to you is criticizing you. So if it was just someone like he doesn't know, I think it's it's okay. Like he can just brush off that, that comment. But I think the fact that I guess some of what he considered as friends are criticizing his actions is different. And I think that's what... Uh, or why he's not that happy anymore with these projects. But this is just me, like, again, like, my assumptions. So you've been watching for a few months. Um, what do you think? Do you have any fr- favorite moments? Or even just, like, a favorite thing that might, like you mentioned him playing piano. Right, you know? right. Like, or something he does regularly like that. Most of my favorite uh, things in this stream was, like, my big, like, the first few days or few weeks on the on the stream because experiencing everything for the first time like i remember on the second day he went for a walk it was around like 1 a.m and it was like pitch black and no one on the chat around that time or like since we have like few people around that time i think i was the only one awake and we call it like street shopping so he was like checking out like the furnitures that i guess people um uh, sent for this for for disposal so and um he went for a walk and 
since it was like my like I was new in the channel, I was a bit scared because I'm not sure how safe it is to walk like <laughs> around that time. So, um, and it was pitch black, and uh, I'm sco- I'm scared because what if someone would try to like jump into him or hit him in the in the back, and I was the only one watching. So how can I call for a help? And I'm here like outside the US, so I'm not sure how can I get someone's attention. So. Even though I'm scared in the dark, I, I I stayed just to see what will happen. It's it's really different. Like when you when you're seeing it like for the first time, like being in another world. It was like you're you're with him, like you're on his yeah, on yeah. his backpack. So, so yeah, it's a bit weird and uh, it's funny. Did you think in that moment that because you like you said it was very very few people watching? It was earlier on before it like it kind of blew up. Do you th- did you f- almost feel this sort of obligation to like stay with him until you saw him like get home safely? Right, or some like responsibility? Yeah. Right. I, I kind of feel like I had to stay. And I remember like a day before. It was just that was my second day. The, on my first day, I think we went for a walk, and then I think it was Shelby who said um, like when he arrived, he just oh, she just want to make sure that Michael arrived uh, safely at home. So I feel like. I had to do it also whenever he goes out just to make sure it's like um how do we say it? it's like a culture um in the chat like to care for him so has any of that sort of caring or responsibilities any of that carried over into um your regular life like so you know you see michael going to walk like that late at night in a relatively safe place um in, in a college town you know um, not a lot of crime but you know, now you think about there's people doing that on a day-to-day basis every day. Um, do you do you think about them differently? Do you feel any responsibility towards like any strangers that you see or your friends in a similar way to Michael? Um, there's no difference, to be honest. I guess it was just more of my personality. Uh, I tend to get scared easily, like in the dark. Okay, and has the stream, like in its entirety, has it affected? you in any way like has it affected any of your actions or any of your thought processes i promised myself like whenever i see michael work out i'll also work out no matter what i'm doing uh i'm too lazy so uh and i have like small baby fat on my my tummy so (laughs) i'm trying to get rid of them so i promised myself that if i see michael's uh doing his workout uh, i do the same thing so i guess that's that's it and uh, another thing like is i think before he was considering the robo stream or the like sharing his bathroom stuff i'm gay and i wanted to see michael like naked and all and and that but i was surprised with how open he is with these kind of things i even like try reach out to him about it i i told him that I'm from LSPG uh, forum, and I told him that it's a bad idea that his stuff would leak no matter what he does. As soon as like he make those contents or he share his bathroom stream, it will go to the internet. And I think he also considered at that time the the OnlyFans, and I'm also subscribed to the OnlyFans. So I told him like the the pros and cons if he do it. I guess I was like surprised that like new gen- generations are mo- more open about like doing this stuff. I'm not sure if it was just an isolated case of Michael, but I was actually surprised that for some people it was like normal to like share what they do in the bathroom. Right, right. Did did uh did he respond to you when you gave you him this pros and cons and everything when you when you reached out to him? Yeah, he did. He was very um interactive when you when you reach out to him he would respond um i forgot what he said but i think he thanked me for my feedback uh, i f- sorry i really forgot it's been a long time <laughs> ago <okay. laughs> but yeah he he responded and i even made like suggestion maybe uh, if it's really like necessary to like share what he do on the bathroom maybe he can like put like either a curtain or maybe angle it a little bit uh, on a different angle so that he won't show everything. But obviously, I'm not sure if you you guys have, if you came across his robo stream, but 
yeah, he pretty much show everything. <laughs> yeah, we've seen. Um, so, what, what, how do you, what do you see the project as? I mean, do you see it as a, you know, art project? Do you see it as, um, just, uh, something that somebody's do? I mean, like a what, commentary on like media and privacy, right. anything like that. Do, does it? What does it have any meaning? Um, other than just in the action of it being, <laughs> the fact that it's being done. Yeah, I actually see it as the future of YouTube. I know in one day, a lot of people will do the same thing that he does. And right now I can see like those like things. Like for example, if you would, uh, I'm not sure if you came across in, on like other recommendation, but a lot of people are doing like sleeping streams now. Right. And they also have like other platform like you now, they have like sleeping tr streams now compared to before and I think Part of that is because of what Michael is doing. So I can see it in the future that this might be the next thing. Like maybe vlogging is what's in right now, but I can see in a few years that people will start live streaming their lives. And I'm happy that Michael was one of it and I was somehow part of the project. That's why I'm supportive. So to what you're saying about the, the future of media, do you think that the project will have a lasting legacy? I mean, obviously, you think more people will do this and that Michael was one of the progenitors of the trend. But do you, do you think people will continue to watch the archives? Do you think it will grow? Um, I don't know if you heard our episode with Ethan, but Ethan said that he thought that it would uh, kind of hit its stride after it was over mm -hmm. and, and start seeing a lot more um, viewers. Do you, do you agree with that? or? Yeah, I totally agree. The... The success of the project may not be like, cannot, I'm not sure how we measure the success of the project, but I can feel it. I, I, I know that it would happen like one day, somebody would recognize what Michael did and what the project has accomplished. So yeah, I totally agree that one day this would be like the next big thing. What do you think that it has accomplished? Like the people, the, the, the followers that he uh, gained we're now like around 4,000 and it would just grow exponentially for sure. And we're still growing. So I'm not sure if Michael is aware, but he can also inspire people with, with these projects. So I'm, I'm sure someone was touched with how he changed himself. It's also inspirational to see someone like change over time. And I mean, it's even I inspirational just to even attempt and logistically and technically <laughs> just do it even even regard the the change over the time being the much more inspirational thing but the fact that he's even doing it is, is inspirational in and of itself i mean yeah I, I agree yeah just on even like a little level like a small level like i just said like he is having an effect on people like i bought a new water filter because of him and you <laughs> told yourself you were gonna you know exercise every time he was as uh -huh. a way to like self of self-motivation because you saw him self-motivating in a way you know right. and i so, put a curtain on the window in my bathroom you know? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go i mean like those are three little examples but we we don't even uh, you know there's probably much bigger ones that we're not even aware of you know i think there's a lot of people that feel very alone and that then that have trouble connecting to anybody who can probably who can put on the stream and feel like they have a friend feel like they have a friend and feel like they like if that if they were to contact Michael or meet Michael that he would like them and that he would be willing to invest in them emotionally a little bit um, and not treat them poorly and they're probably right about that Michael probably would do that there you know what I mean and I think that's part of what makes the project uh, so attractive to people and definitely so uh, unique as well right um, all right so we got another little pivot for you um, do you think that the stream has gotten in the way of anything else in your life like, have you ever found yourself prioritizing watching the stream over doing other things, over going out with your friends or, you know, okay, you're laughing you. So, yeah. so I guess that's a yes. Yes. Um, I'm actually late. Uh, I, I'm always tardy at work, like pretty much twice a week, minimum of twice a week because of watching Michael. So in here in the Philippines, it's, it's around night when he wakes up. So I tend to tune in right away. And I tried to, I promised myself I won't join the chat because if I start chatting with everyone, I lost track of time. So I end up getting late. So <laughs> for like two months now, I've been late. And um, I'm just happy that I have a, 
a very uh, understanding boss. Though she didn't know what 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 I'm what what's the reason why I'm late. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm late because of Michael. I'm late because I'm watching YouTubers. Yeah, maybe don't tell your <laughs> right. boss that. Uh, we're kind of wondering the legacy of the project. You know, we talked about that you think there might be a lot more streamers doing this. this is kind of the future of of media in this sense, which which a lot of almost everyone we've talked to has kind of agreed on that. Um, but how do you think that what what will be the legacy effect on Michael? Do you think of having done this maybe in five years, in ten years, and the project itself as a piece of art or you know whatever you want to call it for me the legacy that he will leave uh, with this project is being authentic and being real i guess that's the main thing um him showing everything being true to himself and not like hiding anything like he shows like all the good side of him and even the bad side i guess that's the legacy being authentic Right. I think that's, that's and I think that Michael would probably be happy to hear that. And I think you would agree. Yeah, I agree. So what's something that when you first started watching the project that you were hoping to see? Um, and then maybe what's something that you're hoping to see now? If there's one thing that I want to see, it's not actually going to be featured in the stream. I just want him to be like happy after all this you're gonna make michael's mom <laughs> cry i just want you to know that <laughs> yeah um i think that's one of the reasons as well like why i'm tuned in with him especially like this past month is because somehow i can see myself to him like um sorry guys um uh, Jesus. um uh, i had to stop in college due to like financial problem and my dad was sick so i had to stop so that my uh, my siblings could um could continue their education and at that point i feel like my life has no direction and i had to stay at home with my mom and somehow my mom was saying that because i'm gay i'm not gonna succeed in life that i'm worthless so i kind of accepted that fact that maybe my mom was right but actually uh and i want others to realize it i actually tried to commit suicide twice as well that's why what i wanted to see from michael after this project is for him to be happy and for him to oh jeez i just want him to be happy that that no matter uh, i he will have a rough time I can guarantee that and what he's going through right now is not easy to showcase everything and to be vulnerable for everyone. But I just hope that he would overcome it because life is life is beautiful. Just like for me, for example, I tried to commit suicide twice, but I'm luckily it didn't happen. <sighs> So, and now I'm so happy because I have my friends who are like my family now. And those experiences that I had, those depressions that I had, it was nothing compared to the happiness that I'm feeling right now. I'm surrounded with people that loves me. And I hope Michael would see it in the future that it will be, it will be, it'll be a happy life. I guess that's what I wanted to see. I want him to be happy. Do you feel this sort of like kinship with Michael? Because we know we found out obviously a few months ago that he was planning on committing suicide at the end of this project as well. But it doesn't seem like uh, that. Gratefully, that's not the case anymore. And it seems like he's mm -hmm. turned his life around a little bit over you know the course of this year for the better. And did you do you find any inspiration from that? Yeah, it's it's inspiring, and I want him to uh, show it also to the to, to his followers that everything will be fine so and this is not only for like for me but for other viewers as well i know there's someone out there that may be part of the channel right now or maybe would come across his channel uh in the future and he will they would find it like inspirational i, th I think he is um very much so on that path and honestly i think that um when he hears your story i think he's gonna he he's going to be very happy that 
I, I think that's his, exactly the goal of the live stream is to show that we're all kind of um, going through these things. We're all living these, we're all having these constant existential crises and they're on a different scale. You know, like for you, it's, you know, it had to do with being alienated from your family. Um, for Michael, it has to, it had to do with, with drinking and stuff. But I, I think that the fact that now we're all together talking about it um, and being open about it and being like authentic about it. I mean, that's, I, I think in his mind, that's a lot of the whole point of the project, you know? And I, and I think that um, you are uh, exemplifying exactly what, what he wanted to do. Yeah. And um, I hope it would happen. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm actually, I have faith in Michael. So I, I, I don't want to keep you for too much longer. I feel bad that uh, you've already um, traveled so long just to talk with us. Um, I just want to thank you guys. Uh, I appreciate you like um, making this podcast and uh, especially like, break down everything for us viewers or the fans. It makes more sense, uh, especially when you do like these podcasts for Michael, because we want to understand Michael more. And sometimes even if we watch them like like 24 seven, sometimes there are things that he will not share. And you like breaking these things to us or breaking down these things for us by uh, doing an interview with him or the family close to him or his friends really makes a lot of sense like to understand Michael more. And uh, we thank you for like doing this project or doing this podcast for, for Michael. That's, thank you. that's very nice that's of you. very nice. Yeah, so. thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you guys for having me. <laughs> this is really a cool experience. Thank you so much. So that was so nice of him. Not only the fact that he said all those nice things. No, he but... traveled three hours to talk to us. Yeah, and he didn't tell us that, by the way. We found out uh, as we were recording. I, I would have been more than happy to cancel on him if it meant he had to like travel six hours total yeah but it turned out that uh we had a really great chat yeah, and i'm totally super happy that he did it um and i hope that he was as well he gave us like a ton of insight that we didn't really consider you know yeah there's a huge foreign community of fans yeah. and one of the cool things about talking to burn like this was that he was able to tell us some of the cultural differences oh yeah um and how he was learning about american culture through the podcast um, and he brought up or through the project, excuse me. Um, and he brought up the example of uh, Michael having hooked up with two different girls and not at the same time or anything. Um, <laughs> I, okay. I mean in the same time frame. I know what uh, you mean. And it was interesting that he said that um, if you showed interest in a relationship with a person, then you would be in loyal to them regardless of your relationship status. Right. 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 Um, and how official it was. Uh, and that was just kind of like... Well, think about this. Like, did that even, like, cross your mind at all? Right. Not even for a freaking second, man. Like, and then to have that be, like, a huge thing for somebody is... I mean, that's great. That's why we love talking to these people and getting all these different, like, you know, perspectives. Right. Um, th yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I never would have even considered... Like, if you asked me what do you think a foreign uh, person might find strange or interesting about this, that would be no. so far at the bottom yeah, of my list. Yeah, not even close. So... We talked to him about how he got interested in the project and about how it's kind of affected his life. Uh, and he said that he never really watched videos longer than 20 minutes, but he started watching Michael for hours. Yeah. Um, and he found him through the LPSG forum. Mm -hmm. And he did say that he was gay and was interested in him uh, in, that, in that sense first sexually. Yeah. And then now he's probably one of the most devoted fans yeah yeah definitely um and the sexual aspect is completely irrelevant in fact he even said that when michael was considering putting up the robot stream the nsfw stream that he contacted michael to tell him that he thought it was a bad idea yeah um and gave him suggestions like putting a curtain up right, and right, things right. like that to mitigate the potential consequences of him being up on you know i wonder if that's sites. another example of the uh you know the sexual um just cultural yeah the cultural difference is there i mean i think that's probably related right i'd say so i but i i think that that's a thing that any that most Not americans to... would agree with yeah yeah that's but true. probably or maybe um filipinos much more so yeah uh, I, I mean i don't know much about the filipino culture at all 
So it's hard to, I don't want to, you know, paint right. a too broad of a picture here. We're used to broad of a brush to paint a picture. So when he was talking about the other kinds of videos that he watched, uh, he mentioned that he watches, he likes to watch a lot of travel videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which. This is another thing I didn't even think, consider. How like, this is like, you know, Texas is different than where we are, but not, it's not insanely different, you know? Right. And it's. I never saw this as oh it's like you know watching Michael's stream it's never like oh it's like the you know the grocery stores are the same the only difference is like oh he pumps his own gas and I don't yeah <laughs> right totally but like so I never thought of it from the outside perspective someone who lives in another country who or in a city or just something crazy who has this right. now like like I said this slice this look into this slice of American life never even crossed my mind as something that would be interesting to someone outside the country right I yeah I, I totally agree and he he cited things uh or like one specific travel blog that he liked citing things like um the way they celebrated thanksgiving and oh, birthdays yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and this this again goes to what you were saying it's just things that we would never consider to be interesting in any way um and he also mentioned that he met up with her twice yeah when she came to the philippines and brought her presents yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and i thought that that was is that indicative of our new like kind of celebrity YouTube culture, maybe? And also, well, I as think related to Michael as well, it has a lot to do with. Well, I I think that for for Burn specifically, though, we're talking about somebody who has felt alienated by their own family and community, mm-hmm. um, and is finding companionship and communities online. Um, well, he seems to also have friends in, in real life, too, it seems like. No, I'm not. I Those things are not mutually exclusive, um, but it seems to be a combination of both. Yeah. Uh, and I think that I haven't, I didn't really consider this, but there's probably a lot of overlap in things like travel blogs and live streaming like Michael. I mean, I, I can't think of many other examples because I don't really uh, watch those kinds of videos necessarily, but I bet there's a whole bunch of other categories that have that thing in common of being able to experience a different place connecting with the community while doing so uh and i think that all kinds of people gravitate towards that uh especially when they're feeling uh alienated in their own community right and i think that that's a really important thing that this that the project can can do or can be and again something we kind of didn't really consider yeah exactly and and that really I don't know that that kind of stuck with me. Yeah, for sure. Um, the project is ending soon, and we asked Burn his thoughts on that, and he said that it's going to be devastating for him, but he thinks it's good for Michael, and is in fact more happy that it's ending for Michael's own sake yeah. than he is upset for his for himself. Mm-hmm. And he said that he thought he'd be better off without the stream, and that he's less happy seems less happy right than when burn started watching which he said was june july something like that july yeah yeah and this obviously kind of runs contrarian a little bit to what we've been saying or what we you know it's all again it's all speculation on our end and on his end you know so it's but you know in our view we didn't we didn't really catch that or we see that but you know everyone sees what they see you know everyone sees something a little differently so yeah right so so there's kind of two sides well, like we kind of disagree on this, and then there was kind of two reasons that we were thinking about, uh, which would be big as to why as to why we might disagree. One being the fact that you kind of put onto Michael, maybe we, your whatever your own baggage you're bringing in is, and and that will make certain things seem different. Uh, you know, we obviously as Americans, like maybe we get his sense of humor differently yeah. than, than certain other people do. So maybe we get when he's joking when somebody else might not get when he's joking. Yeah. Uh, that things like that. a lot, I think. And the other thing though, is that burn spends way more time with him than we do. So it is possible that yeah. he just has a better insight and it's, it's uh, that's picking true. up on things that, that we wouldn't have because we're not there as often. Well, th- I wonder if this kind of relates back to what I, th- we said this in a previous episode where, a lot of the times you'll see, and I'm not talking about Burn specifically right now, but you lot you see a lot of people will be like, "Oh, he seems sad today, or he seems depressed, or something." But it's also like, what's what I said? I'll just repeat myself for what I said in the previous episode that you're we're spending every moment with him, so he's not going to be Mister Happy Go Lucky every moment of the day. So, right. you know, sometimes maybe he's just having a quiet moment, and he's not 
terribly sad at that exact set moment, you know? Definitely. I mean, uh, some people just have that look about them, too. Like, you know? Yeah. Okay, so we asked about uh, some of Burns' favorite moments. And one that the one that he cited was Michael... Or he said it was the second day that he, wa- that he was watching, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Michael was walking around the neighborhood at 1 a.m., looking at the furniture that uh, his neighbors had put out to for garbage. Yeah. And he called it something shopping. Uh, yeah. And then he felt that he had to stay in the chat because he was afraid. He said he was kind of afraid of the dark, but that he was afraid uh, for Michael's safety yeah. and felt like he had to stay and keep watching, even though there's nothing he can do from where he is. Uh, you know, like imagine how long it might take him to figure out even how to call American 911 right. and, right. you know. To, for the specific town, you know, right. in the specific state. Yeah, and it's, I mean, the idea of feeling responsibility I mean, for him. It is interesting, though. I mean, the idea of this, like, I this almost, like, guardianship because yeah. you do have this. Well, it's it's like you have this thing that you're. Guardian like, angel like you're, the wrong word. No, but I I know you. I think I know I know what you mean. It, but it's like you're you're proud of him, right? And you want him to be happy and keep going. So now you feel this right sort of uh, like motherly um, relationship towards him, where you want to support him and you want him to thrive and and grow. And then you start getting protective, uh, and you start feeling some responsibility to be protective. Uh, and he said that there was kind of a this unspoken thing in the chat where somebody is always kind of watching and and you don't get to f- complete your watch until there's somebody to take it up right uh, after you to hold the torch for you well it's definitely something to relate to like new media in a way you know of how like yeah you know e- this isn't possible you know 15 20 years ago to have someone constantly watching you yeah definitely so this is a quote that really struck me which is goes to what we were talking about about him watching him making sure uh you know caring about his safety being protective Mm -hmm. he said that he felt that he or he said he was somehow part of the project Mm -hmm. that's why i'm supportive yeah which is not like a narcissistic thing of like oh this is about me what he means is that he feels well that quote came at the point where we're talking about the project's legacy right yes and he just he feels like I mean that that's what a good piece of media kind of does ma- is makes the audience feel like they like it wouldn't be happening without them and no. that they're integral to the success of the thing and that the audience feels like they're uh they can influence um the product just like the product is influencing them and yeah. it, it's this cyclical uh reciprocal relationship that they have there. Well this is an obvious like through line now of now we we've seen multiple people all saying like they think this is a big project that's going to blow up later. Ethan said that to us. That's kind of why he said, what did he say? He wanted to be a part of this. He moved to right. College Station to be a part of this because he thought it was going to be something huge later down the line, you know? Yes. And, I mean, we're, we're not exactly innocent of this. We have a fucking podcast about it. If anything, we're the worst We're the, we're the worst ones. Yeah, right? And, what, we're fingers crossed this does blow up and suddenly NPR has to fucking cite us in a year or two. Right. I mean, yeah, on Ira Glass, get at me, you know? Arusha Maroney's fucking knocking at my door. Yeah. Come on, Brian Lair. What do you, what, did <laughs> I don't he get me too? I don't think he's there anymore. Did he get me too, or is that Leonard Lopate? One of them did. I think it's Lopate. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> the local uh, WNYC NPR uh, host. <laughs> apologies. That, that we're freaking. To okay. the one host who's still there. Also, if you like WNYC references, just wait till next week. We got a whole Science Friday article to walk through with y'all. It's a lot of fun. It's actually, yeah, it's a pretty interesting article. It should be great. It's a fun tease for next um, week. Okay, so at one point, Byrne got kind of emotional yeah. uh, when he was talking about a time in his life pretty recently where he had felt like he had no direction. Uh, he had to drop out of college to take care of his father. Uh, meanwhile, his family, his mother is ostracizing him from the family, um, and he actually tried to commit suicide a couple times. And... I get. I don't know if it is odd, but it, this seems to be have a decent amount of parallels with Michael's story. Obviously, the the difference in the severity and the in the family aspect, but just being lost, having no direction. Yeah, uh, I mean, those are the those are the yeah the building blocks are a little similar. And 
the fact that he was able to find the stream and find some solace in the community in just the routine of Michael. I mean, like he even said that, you know, he, he started, he tried to force himself, made a promise to himself to do some working out or exercise when he sees Michael do it. Right. right? right, right. Even just little things like that. And then he, he also said that he's late to work multiple times a week because <laughs> if he starts chatting in the YouTube chat, it's really hard for him to or disengage. Had, or he just disengage from watching in general, you know? Right. So, you know, all of, I, I mean, to me, it feels like this is, if if you made Michael, you know, write a one page about what he hopes the project, like the effect he hopes the project will have on an individual level, I mean, I, I think this would pretty much be it. Like, I wonder if he realizes the effect he is having on people. I mean, this is, this is like... Well, it's one thing to know, maybe, like some people are finding solace, some people are changing their life, whatever. It's one thing to know that. Yeah. And it's another thing to experience to hear somebody say it it's it's very different yeah you're so right i mean how would he know i mean like i'm sure there are countless other examples of people who are who have had either similar experiences or are also finding solace in this project for whatever reason maybe it's different maybe it's the same as burn you know it but it is like he's having an effect on people and he Mm -hmm. is he is you know he's touching people's lives you know and making people feel better about their own lives and change mm-hmm. i mean like you said the exercise thing changing their life for the better you know and like or the brita filter the brita filter the infamous brita filter i mean do you think i mean i wonder I, like i said I, I wonder if he truly realizes what his reach is and you know if what kind of effect does that have on you if you're like you know his initial goal is i'm just gonna live stream my life for a year right i don't care you know who? Let's see who watches. You know, I'd love to get a ton of subscribers. If I don't, I mean, this project was started as for him. You know, but it kind of obviously has changed a lot, and it's now become this thing that yeah, it's all about Michael, absolutely. But this community that's spawned around him, and you know, like I just said, the the, the effect that it, he's having on people inadvertently really because mm-hmm. he's not doing anything really different besides living his life no he's, it's, there's no motivational aspect to the thing yeah i mean it's it's stunning really i mean it's yeah it's something that again we didn't really consider either until we talked to burn i mean like because no, like but i mean again it's something that you, you consider but in the back of your mind as an abstraction it's yeah. not as a, a concrete uh thing like like if you had asked me I'd, i would have said Oh yeah, I'm sure there's people that are getting companionship that are going through difficult times that are finding oh, yeah, we met, a comfort in this, yeah, right? right? But that would be as far as it would go. Uh-huh. I, I would never, um, you know, go to the extreme of of the actual example, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and we want to. That was very brave of Burn to share all that. Yeah. And so we're very um, we're very touched that he opened up to that like that to us and. Um, it's very brave whenever yeah. anyone talks about stuff like that and we, we appreciate it and yeah. we hope you will too with his story. And I'll also say that he was kind of nervous or insecure about um, he, English not being his first language and um, you know, but he was so, I mean, he was awesome. Yeah, he was great. And he was so great and I really, uh, we really, really appreciate yeah. uh, that, he, that he spoke to us and was so open and, not, and I mean, he, he kind of took a page out of Michael's uh, authenticity book Absolutely, right yep uh which is maybe another way that that the project is affecting him maybe subconsciously even of people are being more honest well because you, you see michael be so authentic and honest and get such uh just devoted wonderful followers that maybe you know you kind of uh internalize yeah. that a little i mean and also like if you're going to be a big fan of someone who's doing who's living their life in that authentic honest way you know how how authentic is it of you if you if you just bottle everything up and, and yeah and hide it you know definitely hide your feelings yeah so again we just want to thank burn for giving us his time commuting for us yeah and like kind of being our like fan surrogate that we, we we wanted to talk to you know right uh so i'm brian i'm simon and this has been once upon a time in college station If you find this project fascinating and want to check it out for yourself, go to michaelgary.com. Gary is spelled G-E-R-R-Y. If you want to show your support for the project, subscribe to his Patreon at patreon.com slash michaelgarylivestream. Music by Dr. Dobbler. You can find him on SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify at dr.dobbler, no spaces. 
You can check out the comedy podcast I do with Dr. Doppler on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts by searching for The Stanley and Branley Show. Send any thoughts or questions for us or topics you want us to discuss with Michael to onceuponatimeinpod at gmail.com. All submissions will be anonymous. Links to everything mentioned can be found in the podcast description. <laughs>